Back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with the Warriors of Light. After their tangle in the tangle, ha. we have Alex playing Aristotle. I say we just take off and nuke it off from orbit. Connor's playing Hugo. Aristotle's blowing up again. Look away. <laughs> look away. Look away. Nathan is playing Reeton. Uh Just look away. You'll be fine. And Aiden is playing Vraskin. Oh, uh, that'll be interesting. All right. So... <laughs> So the, the team has just defeated the Tangle, the root of the Tangle, a gig- colossal, not gigantic, but colossal yellow musk creeper and its hordes of zombies it had made. And so after cl- accumulating potions and gems and magical items galore, they stuffed it all into their bags of holding and went to Belair. I'm hearing that you guys are not going to have enough time to count all this stuff, so you're just going to stuff it here? Yeah, so my idea was uh, we can leave it here, and the sulks, or skulks, they can go through it and sort it for us. Sure. They would be happy to do so. Great. But I want to take a nap first, like an eight-hour full rest. All right, rest up. Because you're in your lair, there is no chance of encounters, and you awaken restful. And I awaken slightly more powerful. Nobody needs to eat because everybody's got rings of sustenance. So uh, no need for much sleep, really, or food. So you guys are um, good to go in the morning. uh, I hear a level up is in need. That's me. I did it. I'm now level 17, which gives me not much this level, uh, except for tireless rage, which makes it so that when I end my rage, I do not become fatigued anymore. So that's helpful. Yeah, that's great. My base attack bonus goes up to 17. I can get a feat, and I can change that for a rage power. I have decided to do the rage power spell sunder, which the text is basically once per rage, the barbarian can attempt to sunder an ongoing spell effect by succeeding a combat maneuver check. For any effect other than on a creature, the barbarian must make their combat maneuver check against the CMD of 15 plus the effects caster level. To sunder the effect of a creature, the barbarian must succeed at a normal sunder combat maneuver against the creature's CMD plus 5, ignoring any mischance caused by the spell or spell-like ability. If successful, the barbarian suppresses the effect for one round or two rounds if they succeed by 5 to 9. If it's over 10, the spell is dispelled. I thought that would be good. Yeah, interesting. And I know that sunder would provoke an attack of opportunity, but I think that the people or things that I would be trying to sunder their spells, it would be best to get the spells off and I can take a hit. Okay. How many hit points do you have now? Uh, well, I need to roll a d12. Okay. And I rolled a six. So I get 188 while not raging. Right. And raging. while raging, 252. Woo. Oh, man. Okay. That's it. Just Just 252, not that much. And then for the extra skill, favored class skill, instead of another HP hit points. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put one into perception, one into acrobatics, two in survival, and one into stealth. Okay. And that's it. That's it for that level. Awesome. The rest of the team is going to be behind you a little bit. They are. Yep. Okay. So 
The next uh, area that uh, attracted you is a uh, gigantic building of immense proportions. It looks like a church or something like that. The next place alphabetically. Yeah, K. (laughs) (laughs) There's no rails here. You guys are free of choice to go anywhere you want as long as it's K. <laughs> All right. As long so, as it's something that DM's already done. That's right. So that that would be K. So as you leave, uh, let, let's see if there's any random encounters on the way. Yeah. Before we head out, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor because you know that lasts 14 hours. I will use my Overland flight ability since it has reset for the day. So I have 17 hours of flight. Oh, uh, does anybody want a spell tattoo for the day? It's a single use, but I have three of them. All you have to do is activate it to use it. And it can be a spell that would be only targeting you as well. Do you want to give me a, an invisibility tattoo? Yeah, you want a regular one? I mean, do you have improved? I have greater invisibility, yes. Well, uh, greater invisibility only lasts for rounds per level. Regular invisibility is minute per level, so we can have that and just, like, you know... Be invisible. Yeah, if you need it. That's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a contingency plan here. The only requirement is that I can't have a material or spell focus component for the spell I'm doing. So invisibility would be perfect. Overland flight would work. What's uh, D- Dimension Door? Is that the one? Dimension Door, would I could also do that too, if you want that. That Ooh. might be good for you. And me. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's only a verbal component. And when it's a spell tattoo, all you have to do is activate it as a standard action, like a scroll. But because oh. it's a tattoo, you don't have to do a check for it. You just activate it. Let me get that invisibility, because I, I think that's a good idea. Okay. I do think Reeton should have Dimension Door. I think that's a good idea. Surprise, it's clobbering time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I do have yes. the cloak, so I can do that too. We can both teleport in. Yeah, I have one more of Raskin. Do you want something? I can do it three times per day. Let's do another Dimension Door, so when we inevitably both are about to die after Dimension Dooring in, I can Dimension Door us out. Okay. And it has to be in a place that can be visible for you to see. So just tell me where it is, and boom, you get a little tattoo. Forearms, I guess. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, my wrist. Yeah, that's it's typically, like, back of your hand or forearm yeah. is the most common location. That sounds good to me. Each of you have a spell tattoo. I need to be using it since I can. It's free. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Hugo wants a Triskelion tramp stamp. <laughs> you have to be able to see. Well, yeah. actually, <laughs> here's the problem. Hugo can't see. Yeah. <laughs> we have come to the conclusion that the oracle being written, you are still able to activate magic items. Okay. Clouded vision? Is that the one? Yeah. Your eyes are obscured, making it difficult for you to see. You cannot see anything beyond 30 feet. So you, you can see, just can't see past 30 feet. Or you're now 15th, right? Right, uh, 16th, but yeah. Yeah, you can see up to 60 feet and have blind sight up to 15. For the sakes of activating magical items such as scrolls, I am able to do that? Absolutely. It is not impossible for you to see, just difficult. All right. Yeah, uh, tramp stamp away. You're, you're playing like you're blind, but you're not really. That, sometimes I wish I was blind. You should see the things <laughs> I see, man. <laughs> Looks over at the guy that literally has, like, scales growing off of his body. And Reeton's right over there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, these spell tattoos are like a magical spell that they can activate like a spell completion item? Yes, correct. Okay. At 7th level, a tattooed sorcerer can create a spell tattoo once per day with a single touch as a standard action. 
The recipient of the spell tattoo must be willing to receive the spell tattoo. If she gives a spell tattoo to herself, it does not count against the regular limit of magic tattoos that she can have. I have unlimited space for tattoos because okay. it's my thing. The spell tattoo must be of a spell that she knows that has no material or focus component. We uh, discussed the spells that we're using for this, and they meet those requirements. Great. She can maintain one spell tattoo created by this ability at a time. If she uses this ability again, the previous spell tattoo she created fades away. Spell tattoos she creates with inscribed magic tattoo also do not count against this limit. She can use this ability twice per day at 11th level and three times per day at 15th level. So that's three times. Uh, they each have one of them. So that would be as long as they have it on them, it is active until they use it. Okay. So you're putting out three spells. One um, invisibility, normal invisibility on Hugo. And then I'm okay. doing uh, two instances of Dimension Door, one on Reedon and one on Vraskin. Okay. You know what? Uh, so Dimension Door, if we cast it on ourselves, can we take somebody else with us? Or is yes. it just only? Yeah. You, you got to be like physically holding him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can teleport in, out, and in, yes. Oh my goodness. Braskin and I are going to hold hands, and we're going to go fight people. <laughs> <laughs> with the power of friendship. The Warriors of Light, Shock Trooper Division. <laughs> <laughs> Flew up here to this gigantic building that you're going to adventure next. Along the road, go ahead and roll your perception checks. Ah, I rolled a 31. Okay, next. Hugo got a 22. Aristotle got a 20. Raskin got a zero. <laughs> this creature avoids the encounter. Cool. And you fly on past. It spies you. The, the, the camera shows a human. I guess I can show the team. It won't matter to them. So what you're saying, it was afraid of us? It was a human in robes, kind of Ar Ar Arabian. A mask covers the lower part of the face, but its eyes are strange, and its hands have longer claws than normally. Browns and reds with brass and bronze accent this odd humanoid shape as it watches the team fly over towards the hepteric locus. Hugo feels like he's seen one of these before. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, maybe in your dreams... But, uh, yeah. Nah, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. You get an eerie feeling about you, but nah, nah, it, it's nothing. And you, you go, you go on your way. The Heptaric Locus is the greatest architectural feat of the lower city and remains the magnificent Heptaric Locus, a massive covered arena and amphitheater of unsurpassed grandeur composed on a foundation shaped as a vast Sahedron rune to represent the might and resplendence of Fasilon. To the average citizen of the city, this Colosseum represented the heart of the entire nation of Shalast. Let's blow it up. This, <laughs> let's blow it up. This magnificent edifice <laughs> rises more than 500 feet to an elaborate seven-paneled dome of crystal from which a slender spire extends another 200 feet into the air. Seven towers surround the dome, one dedicated to each of the Thessalonian schools of magic, with a tower of greed aimed directly at the spires of Zinchelast above. Though the building shows signs of the years, with parts of the facade having fallen away and some of the lesser domes fallen in, the great central dome and spire remain intact and alive with the multiple permanent daylight spells that circumscribe their interiors, creating a shiny beacon in the sky above. 
Inside, the Hepteric Locus is a ring-shaped maze of access tunnels and gates surrounding a vast arena floor. The arena seats surrounding this heptagonal battleground can accommodate up to 150,000 spectators. Below lie even more chambers, gladiator cells, training rooms, and endless storage chambers necessary to put on the spectacles for which the arena was justly famous. Despite the excellent conditions of the facilities, it does not appear to have been reclaimed for use. So nothing seems to be here. Right. Do you enter as you've like you've flown around the outside edges? Should we buff up first? Absolutely. Yeah. It is the largest structure that's you know mostly intact still. Right. I'd like to at least know what we're dealing with. From corner to corner, it's twenty one hundred feet or so. Absolutely massive. Yeah, we should we should definitely buff up. All right, buff up. I'll start with the shield. I'm going to be casting shield, bone fist, stone skin, um, which also requires a casting of blood money. See, this is why we always run out of spells. We start a combat and it's like, bam, 10% gone. You're right. Yep. Yeah. What about mirror image? Could you put that on a tattoo? I wouldn't be a bad one either. Yeah, that does not require any. I'm casting that on myself right now. And Hugo, by the way, uh, you got to take a greater invisibility. I thought uh, the minor invisibility doesn't have the material component, but it's the regular that does. Uh, I guess I'll take greater invisibility. Sorry, bud. Four <laughs> <sighs> mirror images. It looks like that guy at the minimum of four. Two castings of heroism, which is ten minutes per level. One on me, one on Reeton. What the hell? I'm going to pop a magic circle of evil on myself. Everyone, I want you to meet my new best friend, Aristotle. I'm also casting spell resistance on myself. And I'm going to give myself a regular invisibility. Okay. So that nobody knows where the circle of protection is. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be able to see him still. True. And it probably doesn't matter for Reeton because I'm not going to follow him into combat. What? <laughs> and he can smell you. That's true. Yes. I'm going to assume all of you are going to stay within the confines of the circle of protection. Yes. Unless we're forced out of it. Unless you're Correct. forced out of it or leave in a combat. Okay. Man, there's so much stuff here. Okay, you all should be on the map. And you shouldn't be able to see much. No. Not much. Okay, so what you're inside is a gigantic arena. And you've been wandering around for a while. And you're now kind of coming to the southwest and you're currently in the center of the arena. The arena reaches out into darkness, essentially, and you'll have to get closer and closer to the edges to find out. But you're just you're just wandering around and mapping. Let's see how many minutes it took for that to happen. It took 16 minutes for that to occur. Does that change any of your spells? Uh, yes, that would. Yeah, my shield's gonna run out, pop that baby again. Okay. Yeah, likewise. Uh, my right. spell resistance is going to go out, so I'm going to repop that. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Uh, um, no. I, I'm going through all my spells really quickly. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, what I, I had already previous cast, I'm checking the durations again. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be another regular invisibility for me, and another mirror image for me. Uh, another bone fist, another mirror image as well. One more. I have five now. Ugh, I still have four. And I am flying at ten feet. So I literally have the full 3D sphere around of, everyone. Yeah. Okay, got it. I, Perfect. I'm also, I will be five foot above the ground on my magic carpet. Okay, 
Braskin, what about you? Uh, I just have my wings unfurled. Oh, okay. Hugo, I, I notice you're flying as well. I mean, if everyone else is flying, Hugo doesn't want to look like some sort of loser. He will unfurl his black wings and overland flight in between Reton and Aristotle. These wings are just of effect, correct? Yeah, the cosmetic, yeah. It cosmetic, just gives me overland flight for, I think, 16 hours right now. Right. You're in the upper right-hand corner of this map. I would like to ask a, uh, Hugo how far above sea level we are. That is a very good question, GM. <laughs> how above sea level? <laughs> My iron stone glows with an awesome power. <laughs> okay, I will put it into chat. Clinton, that's just a middle finger. 15,260 feet. Okay, cool. Thank you. The GM's voice resonates from Hugo's open mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You may move about the map. Whichever way you guys want to go, I will follow. We will do a move action's worth there. We could see... The sand is hard and crusty, almost rock-like in some places as you cross over it. It's rather smooth, and there is a pit nearby to the southwest. Looks to be about 15 feet in diameter. And it's just flat top? The edge is flat. There's no lip or anything. Okay. Falls into a pit. Neat. Uh, shall we continue forward, gang? Aye. Sure. At the very edge of your vision, you can see to the south some pillars. Yeah, I see some pillars over there. The pit is 15 feet deep from your perspective. Looks like there might, to the northwest, there might be another edge of another pit. And some um, pillars. Definitely there's four pillars within view, all to the south, arraying west to east. Can I look into the pit? See if there's anything down there? You see into the pit, it it appears empty. Okay. Other than, of course, ancient bloodstains. Yeah. All right, wherever you guys want to go. Looks like you've got some uh, low walls. Uh, the, The walls are 20 feet high. And at the top, you can kind of see... Right before the uh, grandstands themselves open up above, uh, you can see some uh, low crenellations for bystanders to watch without being attacked. They could hide behind that from errant stones or arrows. It's got a splash guard, you guys. Yes. There seems to be like some sort of a parapet out front, some outcropping areas. Underneath here, you would find to the the west, there's a a pop-out wall. Hey guys, there's a wall over there. Let's go check it out. Maybe there's a way up. Alright. I think the battle's up there. I'm gonna have to make some perception checks. Alright. Aristotle's looking for his pipe. Trying to convince Rayton to get high again. I didn't have to convince you last time. Whatever, man. (laughs) And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start puffing on some flay leaf. Don't you see the no smoking sign? (laughs) I I can't read that. Hmm. I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. I am now addicted to Flayleaf. Oh, there it is. Okay. Been waiting for that one. Yeah, I had to roll a natural one in order for that to happen, and it was just a matter of time. Aristotle starts shaking. So uh, what does being addicted to Flayleaf do? Mm-hmm. Anytime a character takes a drug, he must make a saving throw noted in the drug's description to resist becoming addicted. If he fails a save, he contracts the noted form of addiction. See below. Addiction manifests in three degrees of severity, minor, moderate, and severe. Each drug notes which type of addiction uh, failing save against it results in. Each addiction causes a persistent penalty to ability scores lasting for as long as the character has the disease. Each form of addiction encourages sufferers to continue making the use of the drug they are addicted to. While a character is benefiting from the effects of the drug he is addicted to, he does not suffer the penalties of his addiction disease. 
As soon as the drug's benefit expire, the disease's effects return. This is a minor addiction. The save is going to be variable determined by the drug. Uh, it's mm-hmm. an onset of once per day, which means that I have to now smoke at least once per day. And uh, I now suffer a minus two penalty to my constitution. To cure this, I have to make two consecutive saves. Your penalty to the constitution, does that only apply when you're in withdrawal? Yes. Okay, so while you're high on it, you're fine. Or at least once a day, you're fine. Correct. Okay, this is no big deal. No, and as long as I uh, make two consecutive saving throws, like within the next two days that I have to smoke, um, I will overcome the addiction. Okay, so as you're puffing along, leaving a trail of uh, flayleaf smoke behind you, uh, Hugo notices something moving over here and over here to the south that there's I guess I will describe to you what they look like it looks like a a, a a large insectoid creature with a long tail and recumbent legs two arms and two legs it's humanoid-ish but it's got the head of a giant praying mantis or even a ice blue colored like a locust or something I would yeah. say like a locust but it's yeah. also got like an alligator tail yeah, it looks like it's made of chitin. It is chitin, yes. And it's wielding a long, two-handed, uh, spear-like weapon. Its eyes are bulbous and multifaceted. It's got big mandibles, two little antennae on top. It also seems to be wearing armbands. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. The other creature you see... Oh, God. Oh. It is a bulbous body, candy apple red, with long spider-like legs, tentacles coming out of its skull-like face, a humanoid face, a skull-like face, but eyes above it on the forehead. And it's got two large pincers coming out from it. This thing is horrible. Actually, it's it's uh, the people who see this, let's see, were Reeton and Hugo. They are not surprised, while Vraskin and Aristotle are surprised this round. Giant spider thing. Giant spider thing. So we will uh, clear Ah, the tokens. (laughs) Right. Clear the tokens and begin rolling initiative. Do we hear things like chirping and a howling and a doo-doo-doo? Yes. You you hear (laughs) hooting and howling. Howling, yes. Plus plus four to this. Cool. 25 is what I ended up rolling. Nice. Yeah, I ended up rolling a 10. Hugo got a 1 for an 11. And Aristotle has an 18. Okay, let's look at the turn order here. It looks like Reeton is first, followed by the ice blue locust creature, and then the other scarlet spiders, and then Aristotle, Hugo, another spider thing, and Vraskin. It is round zero. All right, you can act. A partial action. Uh, you, you guys were in darkness, right? Nobody's got any light. I mean, I have dark well, vision. Well, I have dark so. vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so there's no light. So they might not be able to have noticed you either. Okay. I am going to... Um, I'm just going to wait. I don't really have anything to use right now, and I am mm-hmm. not going to rush in there because it would take me out of the protection you from evil. could always use your uh, juggernaut pauldrons. Oh, yeah. The only problem is I wouldn't be able to fly then. Because I would be 1,600 pounds. Yeah, I could always thud. slap you with a fly spell. Yeah, let's do that then. I will do... Um, Juggernaut pauldrons, and do it, which yeah. increases your size. Increases my size and increases my weapon damage to 2d8. 
and uh, you thud. It's now a rug for a moment. It's, it's, so. it's, and it's fluttering up, trying to trying to lift you. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Uh, the other creature, ah, waves its hand and spear in the air, the other hand in the air, and it looks like it's doing some sort of a long-term thing. Uh-oh. All right. Okay, and then the others, uh, what do they do? Do I see the thing that's doing the, obviously, a spell that's going on? Yes. Okay. So this creature, now this is all rough terrain, so there's 40 feet of movement right there. That's all oh, it can goodness. do. So it's it's crawling across the um, box seats, and as it's crawling across your vision, you can see through the portcullis right across above it. It's it's well obscured and has cover as it's crawling across, moving southeast to the northwest. Aristotle is surprised. Hugo can see and act. Uh, but this is a surprise round, correct? Correct. I will do a partial action, which is to say I will do a standard action. I want to cast a fourth level spell at that weird cherry red looking whatever it is. Have me have it make a will save as I try to cast dismissal on it. Okay. This scarlet thing? Yeah. It has spell resistance? Uh, I rolled a natural 20. 40 to overcome SR. Okay, you overcome it. And you need a will save? Uh, 23. Passed it by one. Ooh. Okay, roll an eight or better. Okay, so what happens? Uh, normally, it forces an extra planet creature back to its proper plane, but it wasn't successful. It was not successful. That was a great spell to use against it. I can't just turn off your monsters. Yes, you can. And uh, you're like a sorcerer, so do it again. Okay, this, this creature here is done. Okay. Vraskin is surprised. It is now round one. Everyone can act normally. Reeton. I, I hope Fraskin's okay with this dimension dooring up there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I would like to tap Fraskin on the shoulder and dimension door right there. Before you do that, I would like to remind you that once you use dimension door, it ends your turn. Mm-hmm. Unless you have, there's a whole bunch of feats that go with it, and you can do some fucking really cool stuff, but unless you have that, you can't. It's very disorienting. Yeah. Honestly, though, I still think it would be good. Okay, I just want to warn you. Right there. And Braskin okay. would be right above me still. Yeah, he'd be in the same position. Yep. Okay, you zip up there. Whoop, and now you're inside the VIP box. All right. You see one of these Scarlet Walker things next to you. This very cold feeling. There is a fear aura around this creature. It's DC 22. Uh, will save. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Vraskin, you are not in the area. No? Okay. I just failed that. 17. Okay, so you you are shaken. Okay. Now give two penalty on attack roll, saving throws, skill checks, and other ability checks. Shaken is less severe form of fear than frightened or panicked. So negative right. two penalty on basically everything. Everything. And it's as long as you see the creature now, you will have fear. Okay. It is frightening to you. Oh, my God. It's so ugly. We should, we should recruit it on our team. Yes, we should recruit that to the team for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that ends your round, Reeton. Okay. This cold-looking, icy blue-colored insect finishes its spell, and it's summoned. Would that summoned... provoke from Reeton? Because I it would. so he used a standard action to start casting, but it is a full round action, which means he needs at least a move action dedicated. That's correct, and he does. So I guess that would provoke. Okay. Yes. Get him, Reeton. Power attack is enabled. Give me a second here. 30? Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, you miss. And he summons two die six bone devils. 
Oh. That's why I wanted to get up there as soon as possible. How many bone devils did we summon? Ten. Ten of them. Okay. Yeah. Hey, those are my friends. Okay. Yep. Th they are going to be your friends for sure. How 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 many can you withdraw at once of those extra planar creatures? One per level, I think. But there's a distance between each other, minimum. Which, luckily, I think there's a similar contingency for when you're summoning multiple creatures. Uh, no, I, I guess not. Oh, that's nice. Look at that, Hugo. <laughs> okay. Ten bone devils appear all around Hugo and Connor out in the fighting floor. And in the uh, VIP box, five more appear around Reeton and uh, Raskin. They can't act immediately, correct? In the turn that they arrive, yes, they can act. Let's just make sure everyone sees what these creatures look like. They look like skeletons with long scorpion tails, wispy skeletal wings. They have some sort of a hook spear that they wield. Their eyes glow with evil intent. Sorry, Hugo. They also have a fear aura. Hugo and Aristotle are outside the range. Yeah, everybody's outside the range. They kind of popped it away. Okay. Uh, what other things do I see here? They've got dark vision. They can see in darkness. Okay. Looks like bites, claws, and stings all around. Um, we'll start outside. One of the bound devils takes a five-foot step from the north and is going to try to get Aristotle. Is it, though? It's going to try. Can it see me? Oh, does it have sea invisibility? Uh, no, it does not. Yeah, that's why I was saying sorry, Hugo. Yeah. Takes a 10-foot <laughs> step. Uh, I believe that means I have to make a fortitude save. Yes, will. Will, will save. Here it comes. Will save. That is going to be a will 35. You succeed. So the bone devil will then try to sting at Hugo, rolling an AC 24. A 24 will not hit my AC. Uh-huh. So another bone devil takes uh well, it, it'll take a five foot step and then do a full round attack against you. A bite, two claws, and a sting. Oh god. Ooh. So the bite, AC twenty seven misses. Correct. AC uh natural twenty. Twenty two will not confirm, but the thirty four will hit. Or well the natural twenty will hit. So that's a claw for six points of damage. And then I rolled a one on the die for the sting. Would you like me to roll again for a fumble? Is it named? It is not. Nah, don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Okay. I think this one's going to move in 10 feet south to get a sting attack on you. Oh, hold on a second. Magic Circle of Evil. Oh. Circle of Protection from Evil, yeah. They can't get that close to me. They can only get this close, right? Yeah. Hooray. 10 foot radius, so okay. it's going to be five back even. They can't even get close enough to attack us. Okay, that's great. That's keeping you... That keeping changes them everything. Back. That's keeping them back. Okay, that in fact, they, they get pushed back even farther. They can't even get close. Okay, great. Did Vraskin have that as well? No. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Sorry, home slice. Yeah, it's okay. I think they can try to resist it. Eh, maybe we'll do this instead. Just erase all that damage. Those never happened. Couldn't possibly. All the ones around Hugo, and they all turn invisible. Okay. I can still see all of them. Me too. Me too. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god, they all left. <laughs> They're invisible. Where'd they all go? Just smell them. All right. Well, I'm going right. to smell this fish in front of me. They think that that's useful because they don't know anything about you. All right, let's go back to the ones inside the box here. Oh, man, I, I hope Hugo's good. I hope you roll well. Um, it looks like that the only instance of resisting I can find is if I cast it inward as a trap instead of outward as an aura. Got it. 
So they cannot approach you. They can, if they have enough reach, can attack inside of the circle, though. They have a 10-foot reach. Yeah, so that's all they got, then they can't. Yeah. Oh, spell resistance can allow a creature to overcome this protection. Oh, spell resistance. Then you'll know that for next round. Yeah, next round. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, there's so much to read there. No, it's it's no problem. I got a lot to read myself. Okay, we will just do a uh, five-foot step closer. So it's adjacent to both Reeton and Raskin. You are not immune to fear, correct? Correct. All right, roll a fear effect first. Uh, we'll save. We'll save. DC 19. 22. Succeed. Reeton? I'm already shaken. Uh-huh, and if it continues to compound from different sources, it goes up to the next level. 22, baby. All right. And then we'll do a bite, two claws, and a sting against Raskin. Bite misses, both claws hard miss. The sting is a natural 20 for a 34, which does threaten. 21 does not confirm. So it does 12 points of damage. Well, let's roll mirror images first. Oh, yes. Very good. So one die, five. Hits me on one. Two. Okay. Strikes an image. All right. Uh, another bone devil takes a five foot step. Going to attack th- another three attacks against you. You also have to make a new will save. Not 20. Very good. All right. A bite for AC 24. Two claws. AC 23 and 27. What What's the number I need? 30. 30, okay. AC 22. Okay, three misses. Uh, one of those does pop an image, though. The 27. Okay, so that yep. pops an image. All right. This bone devil next to Vraskin is going to take Reeton. Okay. Not going to get any closer. It's just going to do it from here. Bite, two claws, and a... Sting, uh, bite is AC 33. The bite hits. So bite was 33. For eight points of damage. Yeah, so I'd take four points of damage. Four points. Point, points, barely anything. This one here turned invisible, and this one here is going to turn invisible. Okay, so three are now visible. The rest are invisible. There we go. Okay, we are done. Now it is the wa- Scarlet Walker's turn. Hey, buddy. Okay, Scarlet Walker, no aura. Oh, we can detect your thoughts, however. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. The Scarlet Walker is going to be like, and Reeton's thinking, oh shit, I just made a big mistake. This crimson horror walks upon six long, thin legs. Its face is neither that of a skull nor spider, but some horrid mix of the two. Oh, all creatures within 20 feet of a Scarlet Walker are subject to the monster's eerie blood-draining gaze. Gaze attacks happen. Affected creatures must succeed at a DC 23 fortitude save if you're within 20 feet. Or thin streams of blood pour from your eyes, flowing through the air into the eye socket-like pits in the Scarlet Walker's face. Roll your fortitude saves. 33. Success. 28. That is also a success. Fortunately, it was Reeton and Braskin. (laughs) Well, Aristotle has a really good fort save, too. Surprisingly. I invested in it, that's why. Yeah. Okay, at least you didn't have the one point of con damage and sickening. Ugh. Blood sense, a Scarlet Walker can sense living creatures with blood in their veins. Ah. Functions like blind sight to a range of 60 feet. Okay. I think I'll do its attacks. Let's see, what kind of feats does it have? In addition, allies of a creature with a gaze attack might be affected, such as bone devils. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Or that other... Thing. Yes, the other thing. The other thing that's going to die. Why doesn't Hugo ever summon ten bone devils? I'm still trying to find out how he did that. That seems ludicrously <laughs> high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
you know, one of us could possibly try making knowledge checks to know what these things are. You could. One of us is really good at that. I'm, I'm great at it. I just haven't had my turn in initiative yet. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. Two claws and a tentacles. Uh, but before that happens, we should do the uh, bleed from the bone devils, right? So they need will saves, if I'm not mistaken. It's only fair. So that's a fortitude save. 30, it's fine. Does it affect the fish thing? Or insect thing? The insect thing, yeah. Okay. So he'll have to roll a fortitude save on the icy thing. 40. Oh, oh that's pretty good. All right, another bone devil. Why are the end of the books always so hard? <laughs> yeah. 32. Uh, another bone devil here. Invisible one. 19. Ooh, ooh, I think that one failed. So this one's going to have one point of con. 14. Another point of con on that guy. And sickened. Yeah. As their blood pulls out of their skeletal bones. 19? Did that save? Okay. So yeah, that's a fail. So that one fails. Okay, so the Scarlet Walker bleed effect. Okay, so unless you're immune to bleeds, which they are not. Okay, Scarlet Walker is complete except for the attacks. Okay, so we started with uh, two claws. AC 30 against Reeton. Yeah, hits. For 25 points of damage. 21 points of damage. And five points of bleed. Five points of bleed. What does that do exactly? Uh, bleed at the start of your turn, you will take bleed damage. Any healing will be enough to prevent this damage from incurring further. All right. Do bleeds stack? Some do, some don't. They usually have to specify that they stack. Otherwise, it's usually just whatever the highest damage or longest duration is. So I'll take five points of bleed on my next Right. Turn. And then okay. AC 38, natural 20. That hits, but obviously the crit confirms. Yeah, to confirm fails. So that's 25 more points and four points of bleed. And then he's got a tentacle attack. Okay. AC 29. Hits. For 29 points of damage. Plus paralysis. Eaton, how could you kill yourself in Vraskin like that? DC 23, fortitude save for one die four rounds. 29. No problem. <sighs> okay. Oh, goodness gracious me. I think that one is done. Those okay. Scarlet Walkers are no joke. They are not a joke. That is correct. Aristotle, standing in the midst of a bunch of invisible bone devils, hedged by your protection from good f circle. What do you do? Uh, I'd like to clarify that I am good and it's protection from evil. Oh, Oh, of course. My mistake. I think a good way to start this party off is by casting Stormbolts. Okay, that's all of the Bone Devils arrayed around you. That's Perfect. exactly what I wanted. This is a fortitude save. All right, we'll start at the top going clockwise. This is going to be a DC uh, 32. And this is lightning damage. That is correct. Okay. Fortitude. 18. Fail. Okay. Uh, let's apply damage. It's going to be 71. 71 points. Wow, that's good damage. Okay, next yeah, one. Yeah, it's a level 8 spell. Roll to 1. Yeah. That'll be another 71. Third one. 30. Uh, that is still a fail. Wow. Yeah, it's a DC 32. Yeah. They have to roll a natural 20. Okay. I like it. I like it. Fortitude. Not a natural 20. It's a good thing Hugo's blind. I can't imagine seeing all this point blank is good for your vision. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Lightning flickers out and lashes the last one for 71. Zap. Okay. That's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. Good damage. Is there any additional effects? No, there is not. Aren't they stunned for one round? Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot to mention that part. Okay. They are all stunned for one round. 
Thank you for mentioning that. I briefed I right over it. Oh, good. Okay, Hugo. I, I would also like to take a move. Yes, I forgot about that too. Hugo is on the ground, so mm-hmm. I am going to move above Hugo. Mm-hmm. Put me at 15 feet so that he's still within that 10-foot radius, being at 5. Okay, no problem. You have plenty of movement for that. All right, now, Hugo. All right, this blast of lightning splashes forth. You would have been blinded if you were not already. What do you do? You sense all of these creatures around you. Hugo has a particular interest right now, which is to do whatever he can to keep reading from screaming like a little girl. Ah! We are first going to need to do a fly up, which I think will require some sort of fly check. The plan is I ultimately want to be right here. Okay. What what is that, a DC 15 fly check? Okay. And then I want to cast Dismissal again. On? My targets are going to be this Bone Devil that is in between Reedon and Vraskin. Uh Uh-huh. This Bone Devil that is nose-to-nose with Vraskin. Got it. This one that is sort of in between levels here. Yep. I'm going to be able to target this one that is looking at me through the window just barely. Right. And then the Scarlet Walker. Correct. This guy here, he's standing on top of a, a low wall. Okay. He's still a legal target for me, right? Yeah. And so that's no two creatures more than 30 feet apart? Yeah. That should be the perfect little bubble. It is. What about this Bone Devil, too? He's within 30 feet. Not of this one. Oh, he is. I guess he is. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's include him yeah. in there, too. Okay, perfect. Could I get... Uh, well, first, let me do spell resistance, because I think they have SR. They they do. Bone Devils have 20. 38. Holy moly. Okay. <laughs> That's really amazing. Spect for it. Yeah. And then, could I get some will saves? Sure. Let's start going clockwise at noon. Will save. Okay. 12. Failure. Yes. Uh, DC 22. So I will select and then delete. <laughs> okay, he's gone. Another bone devil. We'll save 26. Passes. Passes. Okay. 25. Also passes. Rolling really good for 24. Yeah, you are. I hate you. Damn it, Clinton. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then the last one. Okay. The last of the bone devils. Yeah, he'll make it up by failing with the Scarlet Walker. I'm fucking hoping so. 12. Fails. Fails. The Scarlet Walker, are you going to try to... Yeah. Yeah. Target yeah. it as well? Okay. Plus 15. 30. It passed. Okay. Why do you have to roll so hot, Clinton? Uh, because the dice are on with me today. He pays uh-huh. for roll 20 pro, and it gives him the loaded dice option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. I haven't rolled any ones this session. <coughs> I know. That is a move in a standard action. I'm still within Aristotle's safety bubble, and I am holding him tight because I'm scared. But the Bone Devils cannot reach you. Me, yeah. Just beware. Okay. If one of them gets right under me. Yeah. Which they can't get to. Well, they're stunned right now. We got to turn to plan. Yeah, they're stunned. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's another Scarlet Walker that can act. It's going to squeeze into this place and use up 40 feet of movement to get there, which creates another gaze attack. I'd like to not look at it. Okay. I have a 50% chance, right? Uh, 50% chance. Yes. So go ahead and roll your save first. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. I rolled a 20 out of my fort. You did fine. Okay. Yeah. And then the, the Bone Devils have to do it as well. Uh, so. 24 on my Fortitude save. Okay, you succeed. The Bone Devil, 19 fails. There's another one. 21, that fails. Okay, Gamage rolls a 32. He's fine. Okay, that Scarlet Walker moves in. It's just moving towards and wants to make a single attack at Reeton. Why not Fraskin? He's right there. <sighs> fine. AC 31. 
for Hits. 22 points of damage and four points of bleed. Ouch. That's 18, and doesn't matter for the bleed because five is still higher. Okay, and Raskin. All right, free action, I'm going to turn to Reeton. Like, do you want me to get us out of here or keep going? Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Those are some lame last words. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. <laughs> is it free actions to make knowledge checks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is that knowledge planes? Yes, for both. Correct. Okay. Uh, first one's for the spider, second one's for the insect. 35 and 42. Okay, against the Scarlet Walker, it's 35? Yes. Okay. It's an alien entity from some other dimension, often conjured by wizards to serve as minions. Scarlet Walkers were particularly favored for their adeptness at interrogating prisoners, either via torture or via the creature's uncanny ability to mentally compel both actions and compliance. Once an interrogation was over, the Scarlet Walker's master typically commanded the monster to render the victim insane or feeble-minded if mere death wasn't appropriate. Scarlet Walkers themselves hail from the nightmare realm of Lang, where they walk amid strange stony deserts and stride through the skies above. No mere predators, Scarlet Walkers build immense hives of coagulated blood and tissue in nameless mountain valleys, and the flavors of the various creatures' blood is an inexhaustible topic of discussion amongst their kind. Uh, you already know about their blood-draining gaze. I've told you about their blood sense, so what else do you want to know? Let's go... Like immunities, uh, spell resistance type stuff. All right. So DC was 27. Immunity to cold, acid, and poison. Ah, something like Any weaknesses? Vulnerable to electricity. Good to know. The next one you got is 42 for the ice devil. This is a much stronger ice devil. So the DC would be 15 plus 16, 31. You rolled a 42. It is said that each ice devil, known as Gelugans, among the ranks of devil kind, bears within its chest a stolen, frozen mortal heart, which allows it to make decisions free of all emotion. Born on the icy lair of Kakaitis, Hell's seventh lair, most ice devils migrate to Kaina, the eighth lair, where they plot world-damning machinations from courts of freezing steel. Although they are perhaps the most alien and monstrous in appearance of all devils, few breeds are accorded greater respect. In combat, Galligan prefers to let its minions engage in foes in melee so that it can hang back and appraise the foe's tactics, strengths, and weaknesses. The Ice Devil supports its minions with its spell-like abilities, always taking care to avoid impacting its minions in the area of effect of its spells. This is not from any sense of camaraderie, only a cold and logical truth that its allies can survive longer in a fight if they are not exposed to friendly fire. They stand about 12 feet tall and weigh approximately 700 pounds. And uh, what did you wish to know? Uh, immunities and vulnerabilities first. Okay. Immunities, fire, cold, and poison. No weaknesses. Okay. Does that have spell resistance? Yes, 24. Okay. I'll call out all pertinent information, immunities, weaknesses, spell resistance. Mm-hmm. So it looks like electricity is the best. Yep. Uh, you read my mind. So I'm going to defensively cast Chain Lightning, targeting this Bone Devil as the primary target, and it'll hit every target within 30 feet of it. Right. So that'll hit 
the three bone devils, the two crimson walkers, the one ice devil, all inside the box, and then one bone devil outside the box. And that one. And that other bone devil outside the box. That's right. All right. Uh, concentration check to beat DC 27. Ooh, that I got a three on the dice. So that is That's a, a 26. That's a failure. You yes. fizzle your spell. That is oh, a God. failure. Oops. Well, it's either that or eat multiple hits from these things. I don't think I have anything else. I guess let's look into what am I making next. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> All right, that will end round two. This has been a very long round, so we are out of time. We're going to have to pick this up next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bone Devils. Bye. I'll miss you, Bone Wait, no, I'm